time to get up, get out of bed. Fill your cup and get ahead with WKGN. One, three, four, oh. Now from the studios of Fox Sports Knoxville, this is Three and Out with Nate Hodges and Houston Kress. Fan Run Radio. To the end zone and caught for the touchdown, McCoy. Milton to Brew McCoy. Milton going to take a shot wide open and just struck Amos Keaton. Joe Milton does it again. Best formation football there is. And that feeling for Josh Heifel. The Tennessee Volunteers are the champions of the Capital One Orange Bowl. And Joe Milton has got to feel great. Rick Barnes, Bill Self, shake hands. Tennessee, they're your champs. The bad boy mowers battle for Atlantis goes to the Volunteers. And they were the bad boys from the jump in this one. That's an interesting question. This is a slow shot. Wake up, squirrels. You got a visitor into the trees. You called down the thunder. Well, now you got it. You tell them I'm coming and hell's coming with me. You hear? Hell's coming with me. Seltzer Studios of Fan Run Radio. Game day edition of the program. Get excited, everybody. It's Tennessee, Georgia tonight. SEC basketball. It's three and out alongside Houston Crest. I'm Nate Hodges. We got Adam Hickman and Term Brett. Chipper's Nate's computer also here. Signing in. Or, uh, accounted uh-huh. for. Uh-huh. Yelling present? I don't know. I'm in a good mood this morning. Are you? Yeah. <sighs> Neat. I'm not. Neither is Chris. I'm mad at this weather. Yeah, it was bad. I had to drive in here like an 80-year-old man this morning. 
It's Why are you in a good mood? No particular reason. No, tell us. Can I wake up and be in a good mood? No, because you're you're setting something up. So I'm just go ahead and let you get to the punchline here. It's supposed to snow tomorrow now. Maybe that's why I'm in a good mood. That was supposed to snow today. Not today. They initially said this morning if this was snow. Whoa, buddy. It's no, it's 55 degrees. I wouldn't be leaving Kodak <laughs> for a week. <laughs> we can only be so lucky. Uh, we talked about this <laughs> off the air, but we never got to it on the air. You're you you're in the market. For a new weather app. Because yours sucks. Remember? Yeah. It's AccuWeather. Well, it ain't accurate. It's accurate at the time. Weatherbug used to be really good, but they went too mainstream. I, I do get most annoyed when I check the weather for, like, the future, and it either says it's raining right now when it's not. Well, it means it's raining it's, somewhere in your area. Or it's not raining, but it is. The weirdest thing the other day was the radar was clear. The radar was clear and it was raining it's like the cloud was under the radar or hidden and i don't understand like it's one thing if they can't predict okay 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 yeah it's one thing if it's raining at the airport and they say knoxville rain it ain't raining here it's another when the radar says clear this happened the other day with snow they said snow for the next hour it was all blue over where I was. You know what it was doing? Nothing. You think maybe it was a Wi-Fi problem or something, and just the radar on the app wasn't updating? No, it was updating fine. Hmm. Beats me. I figured it might. The Weather Channel app is probably the best one. Oh, baby. Hang on. What? Breaking news. My ship has come in. Kayla J. Harrison. Uh-huh. Hello, heart emoji. Well, I am looking... Well, Sorry. Well, I am looking for serious sugar baby that make me happy and sincere with me and am ready to take care of all bills and loans, nothing in return. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-y! You dumb suckers are going to be paying bills forever. I have Kayla J. Harrison. Wants nothing in return. Nothing. All I have to do is probably give her my bank account information, and she will deposit stuff weekly. I'm taken care of. Ha, ha, ha. Hickman, you're poor. Brett's poor. Nate's poor. I've got a sugar mama. Yahoo! Congratulations. Thank you. She's probably married to a Nigerian prince. You know what her profile says? That's how she gets all her money. You could be struggling today and be blessed tomorrow. That's how God works. Don't bring God into it, Caleb. I'm just saying. <laughs> she's out here just blessing people, and I am the recipient of the blessing. I don't want, I don't know what's sadder, the fact that that exists or that it, it exists works because sometimes. it works. Like, <laughs> What do you mean it works? Like, Yeah, yeah being, being blessed works. And reply real fast. You do have that soft spot for folks, you know. You'll probably drive her around, pick up some tires, some cigarettes, drink her for, you know. She'll give you a bike for collateral. Then steal it back. Yeah. yeah. She'll steal it from you. Ah, the good old days. There goes the neighborhood. <sighs> Nate started a pool business. All I had to do was wait on a DM to get all my bills taken care of. She wants nothing in return. <laughs> what a gig. What a gig. Nothing in her. 
Uh, what was that? I was telling you boys that the other, other day. What do people... People tell you who they are. They don't tell you who they're they're not. Mm. So as soon as someone says, I want nothing in return, it literally means I am A, I want things, and B, I'm a liar. So like you really get two strikes right there out of the gate. I'm going to tell you the truth right now. <laughs> <laughs> the old Butch Jones Captain Perfect. I mean, I kind of red flag when somebody says, honestly. I'm like, are you not normally I know. honest? I know. <laughs> if I'm being honest here, okay. So you, you say that a that. lot, actually. <laughs> if I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, you say that a lot. I don't really say that. Much. He means he means it more as I'm about to be frank. I think. Like, yeah, I'm about frank. To, I'm about, I'm about to, to say some things that might hurt some feelings. I'm about to tell you the bad news. Yeah. If I'm being honest, somebody's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and might you're be able to get a mind. new uh, car now. JT says, you know. I got my car back. His car's back, JT. Have no fear. Oh, it makes weird noises, me. but it's I'm back. sorry. What? You so can't. you want me to take my blessings and bless you? Yeah. Can I keep some of the blessings? Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. What do you want? Hmm. You need a new car. Yeah. You want to buy me a car? I mean, a cowboy really shouldn't be seen in a car like that. <laughs> we need to get you like a truck. Well, real cowboys ride horses, but you don't have that either. Is that what you want? Would you rather have a horse? I, I would love a horse. Would you ride around town in a horse? On a horse? In a horse? <laughs> I don't think I've been on a horse in probably five years. And you call yourself a cowboy? No, I rode the biggest sucker they had. Oh, yeah. They ever tell you all that I mean, story a real about giant. that time I painted that fence at my old work? And no, but I can't wait to hear it. The ho- Like there was a big horse with a big penis. and What the... What the hell? And the fence wasn't dry. And so his penis got on the fence and he just walked around the rest of the day with just red stripes all over it. Something about that chair. You just have to be able to bring up the crotch all the time. Yeah. Shame on you, Hickman. Shame on you. Why are you really in a good mood? Go ahead and tell us. Because T.J. Otzelberger and the Iowa State Cyclones got the best of number five ranked Kansas State last night. They were at home. Yeah, in a raucous environment it was. I heard it was lit. Number 12, Iowa State, 80. Number five, Kansas State, 76. Kansas State moves up 10 spots in the rankings only to lose their next game. Tough one, though, at Iowa State. Texas looked really good against Oklahoma State, I will say. 89-75 last night. The Longhorns ranked 10th over the Cowboys, not to be confused with Adam Hickman. Other ranked games, TCU beats Oklahoma 79-52. Number 20, Miami, 86. Florida State, 63. Florida State, not very good this year. Uh, Clemson beats Georgia Tech, 72-51. Clemson, of course, ranked 24th. That was the... Last of the ranked games last night. Arkansas hosted LSU 1 by 20. Not bad. They did give up, I think, 13 points in the first half. Chris, I tried, man. I really did. What did you try? Well, you know, yesterday we went through the fact that inside the bowels of the university athletic program, they've they've put out kind of the, the state-run message that, hey, nobody's excited about our basketball team. We're so good. And so last night, 
just settling in. I was like, you know what? Let's. Uh, my son was there. I was like, you want to watch some basketball? He's like, I love basketball. It's my favorite sport to watch. I was like, all right, cool. Let's see what's on. Oh, here you go, LSU Arkansas. Oh, what are you doing? I couldn't. I couldn't do it, dude. What does that have to do with Tennessee putting out the message of, hey, get excited about Tennessee basketball? I just, I, I tried to even watch like other SEC basketball last night. He was like, when's Tennessee play? I was like, tomorrow, man. They play tomorrow. Watch that too. And then, yeah. Watch that too? Yeah. Are you not going to watch it with him? I said, we'll watch that. That's not okay. That's also, not what you said. That's yeah, why I was confused. Also. Those pink Arkansas jerseys, though, were nice. Give it a break. Just, just end it. Just stop. Stop. They were. Stop. You should take him to the game tonight, Nate. You know what you you know what the get in price tonight is? What's that? Five dollars. Okay. That is insane to me. There's a number four by our name. Yeah. Get in price for an SEC game, five bucks. Well, I was wondering on the way. Like the secondary the secondary market tells you how interested people are right now. Like that is because even sometimes when like you know it's a big game, but you're surprised that oh those are really expensive. That you know it's a big game, five bucks. It is Georgia. I get it. They're not that bad. Aren't they like thirteen and six or something? We're, we're sixteen and a half point favorites. That's a huge number for Nessie. Are we game. really? Is Georgia yeah. the worst SEC basketball program over the last decade? Ooh. Yeah, probably over the last decade. They've not been ranked in twelve years. I feel like that might be the longest. I'm just trying to throw out streak. some other. What are the other options? Ole Miss. Ole Miss, yeah. Yeah, but Ole Miss got pretty good under Kennedy for a little bit. I feel like Georgia's never good. They won that weird SEC tournament that got moved to. Uh, yeah. yeah. Georgia Tech. Yeah, sorry, got distracted. After the tornado went through. Yeah. And Tyler Smith dunked all over that kid from Arkansas, and then we lost the game anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, Georgia had Sunday out of gains back then. He was a baller. No, he was the guy who, I mean, he won in that tournament. Well, they win five straight? I think so. Yeah, that was that was the most ridiculous. So as bad as Ole Miss has been, they were ranked in the 2018-2019 season. Who was the coach that year? Uh, was that Davis's first year? Yeah, that was yeah. Kermit Davis's first they year. They went to the tournament. It's been downhill ever since. I thought he'd do better there. Ole Miss has three tournament appearances since in the last 20 years. And Rick Barnes ain't good enough. <laughs> that was us. That was us. That was that was Tennessee. That was us right there. Three appearances in twenty years. I'll never forget. I know I've probably told this before. I don't care. I think it was the year we fired Buzz. We had done like just enough to maybe sneak into the tournament. And you know how CBS will send the crews out to all the different schools on select. Oh, we got a camera crew. We're definitely getting in. This is amazing. Not only did we not get in, they aired us realizing we weren't getting in. Normally they just go to the teams that get it and they're like, oh, look at this. They're so happy that they made it. They just showed Tennessee's players slowly sink and look at each other and realize, and then everyone just got up and like walked around the room with sadness on their face. We were a joke, a laughing stock. Actually, it wasn't even no, it wasn't even a laughing stock because people just didn't care. Like, they didn't even care enough to laugh at us when we got beat or didn't make the tournament. It was just like, oh, yeah, it's Tennessee. Duh. They're awful. Now we're number four in the country, and tickets are five bucks. <laughs> Georgia's only made three tournaments in the last 20 years also. It's about the same. They've got a Final Four under their belt. 
When? I don't know. Okay. Just, 1983. Yeah. Boy, the mid-80s were real big for Georgia. South Carolina's probably, I mean, if you look at them, they might be in the same territory as Georgia, but they do have the one random Final Four, though. Yes, they do. Frank Martin. Now at? Oh. Come on, guys. I just said this the other day. I don't remember. Give me a hint. What state? Massachusetts. Oh. Do you know? Yeah, he's at UMass. Very good, yes. The only school I could even think of in Massachusetts. Wait, come on, what? Well, you know, that would, like, play basketball. Good basketball. Boston Uh, College? Harvard? uh, Yeah. Well, I knew he wasn't at Harvard. I knew he wasn't at Boston College. Frank Martin could coach at Harvard. Oh, yeah. I don't know if the personality fit would be. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Dude. Brad Rose says it was Dominique Wilkins who led Georgia to the 83 Final uh, Four. So, yeah, I'd, I'd buy that. So, South Carolina has one tournament appearance since 2004. And they went to the Final Four. They went to the Final I think four. I'd take it. You say that, but look at them now. They stink. They stink. I mean, they're terrible. Like, right, yeah. like, today, do you think they're looking back? They're like, oh, look at that banner, man. Oh, that time we went to the Final Four and won their, nothing. Their walk-in prize is actually more expensive because no one's even spending the time to, like, offer up the secondary ticket for five bucks. <laughs> like, you have to go and pay the, like, twelve fifty at the window. Like, it's it's that bad. That's one insult they can always throw in our face, no matter how many times we... Throttle bleep them. As bad as the as bad as their football is over the the history and curse and all that stuff, the basketball is worse. And it's not like when they made that Final Four run that they just got lucky and their bracket was busted. I mean, they beat Duke. No, they beat good teams. Who was the guy that led them? Uh, Thornton. Well, that was the point guard, wasn't it? Who was the the played like the three four? PJ Dozier, I think. Is it Dozier? Yeah, and then Sundarius Thornwell, I think. I think that's uh, – I may have their name wrong. Mm. Yeah, Sundarius Thornwell, PJ. Looks like the uh, – uh, here, here are the cheaper games to go to tonight if you're interested. So Tennessee at $5, get okay. in prize. Yeah. You can go see West Virginia at Texas Tech for $4. Northwestern at Nebraska for $2. Speaking of how the mighty have fallen, South Carolina at Florida, five dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, Louisville at Boston College, ironically enough, two dollars. Five bucks. This is Thompson Bowling Arena. This is the number four team in the country playing against two-time national championship athletic department. The Georgia Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Can't even get interested in this game. It's Mikey White. Danny's little bro. Are you going to go? Maybe I will. You ain't going. <laughs> yeah. He's part of the problem, Nate. You going? No. Then you're part of the problem. I, I'm not complaining about the $4 get-in price. It's $5. It might drop as the show goes on. I'm just one man, Hickman. I'm here into a. I'm talking into a microphone to the masses, saying, "Where's your spirit? It's Where's a, your pride?" It's a rainy day against a bad opponent. 
if people don't go, I understand. It's not going to be raining then. Everybody's getting their Texas tickets, man. Game day. Now, oh, that game. Whew. Chris Silva, that was the big guy. Silva, that's who yeah. I was thinking of. That guy yeah. was there for nine years, I, I feel like. Was Cozart on that team? Oh, yeah. Freshman season. Mm. Cozart. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. You're thinking of Bernie Cozart. Well, in other news yesterday, uh, it finally happened. Josh Heupel's raise and extension. Oh, yeah, big. And I told you all what it was going to be. And everyone Top. said, no, we'll never go that high. Top salaries in college football. He's top he, ten now. He's at least in the top ten tier of the SEC, which is where he needed to. This is Tennessee football, man. we got to pay good coaches and try to keep them around. we got to spend eight, money but... on assistant coaches and facilities and NIL. got to take care of the hype man. He's done a great job. And this is just – look, this is just going to be the, the price of doing business now. Like, it's only going to go up everywhere. When that new TV contract hits and you add Oklahoma and Texas – this is just what it's going to cost. It's weird. Like, the college game is probably going to start luring back guys from the NFL because it's like, wait a dang minute. Go make $9 million a year after two years at Tennessee? It's pretty good. More work, though. Tons more work. Tons more. This says he's ninth. Nationally? Yep. Playing with the big boys. That's what I like to see. Ain't Tied my money. with Jimbo Fisher. That's why you need to get out to that game tonight. Thompson Bowling Arena, $5 tickets. Help support this athletic department. They're tied cash with, poor. Tied with Lane Kiffin. I mean, he had to make more than Lane. This is Tennessee. He's behind Matt Rule of Nebraska. What? 9.25. Really? Would you go coach Nebraska for any less? <laughs> I mean, you got a point, I guess. I just, I mean, I, I feel like if you're going to Nebraska, you got to be like, all right, but if this doesn't work out, I got to be set for a while. Where's Mel Tucker on the list? Uh, I don't know. I'm going, I'm going 10 to 1. Number seven, Ryan Day, 9.5. And they're ready to fire him. Number six, Mel Tucker. Unbelievable. We said it. Soon as that news broke, like, this is dumb. This is stupid. At least wait. Yep, there you go, Michigan State. Welcome to idiocy. Brian Kelly comes in number five. We're still like in the nine point five range. Uh, Lincoln Riley's estimated salary ten plus number four at USC. You know he had the whole house deal and all that stuff. Number three, Kirby Smart, eleven point two five, and probably about to go up. Number two, a sneaky number two, still Dabo Sweeney. And number one, Nicholas the Devil Saban. Whoa. What? I'm going to call him the Devil. Okay, Nick Saban. 11.7 million. So there you go. So now all the really negative people that, you know, you guys get mad about comparing Barnes' achievements and where he's getting paid. Now, mm. now, anytime Tennessee's not in the top ten, we're going, we're going top ten, coach. 
How come we're ranked 19th? Well, we finished fifth this year, right? No, sixth. Because that idiot. Well, oh, yeah. There's one thing that's for certain moving forward is it's no longer acceptable. I mean, it wasn't acceptable to begin with, but you drop games to the bottom tier of the SEC that cost you a playoff berth. Uh, hope you can handle the heat if that ever happens again. Okay. Like, do you think – Didn't Kirby Smart lose to South Carolina when they were, like, number one in the country a couple years ago? Yeah, probably. Yeah, like it I – mean, were... Sometimes it just happens. It's always South Carolina, too. They're always, like, just good enough to play perfect and beat you. It's weird. Very strange. I think it's because they're the opposite. They underachieve all the time. Yeah, yeah. But so then, then every, they every once in a while they they catch lightning in a bottle, right? Yeah, all that yep, stuff. Yep, yep, yeah, yep, yep. we'll come back with more off and running game day edition. Talk more of the uh, hypo raise and extension. Lots of Tennessee basketball, football talk on the program. If you want to weigh in on the big orange Philly phone lines, eight six five five four six eighty two hundred. Right here on three now. Welcome back into the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios Fan Run Radio. Wednesday edition. We get set for Tennessee, Georgia. Tonight. 7 o'clock is great tip time. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Midweek, nothing else to do. Go out and catch a little basketball. Catch some bass. Get ball. Yeah. I'm not even kidding when I say this. I think I would rather go to the Lady Vols game tomorrow. You're going to go to neither, so why don't you just keep your mouth shut? <clears throat> I'm just saying, if you asked me, you said, hey, you want a free ticket to the Tennessee-Georgia game, or do you want a free ticket to the Lady Vols-UConn Well, that's game? a big game. I mean, that's fine. I think I'd take the UConn game. I don't know why you have to say that, like, oh, this is so amazing. Like, yeah, it's a bigger game. What, what's your point? You should be happy that I'm showing interest in the Lady Vols. But you're doing it in a very condescending way. I'd rather even watch the Lady Vols over this game. I mean, like, what are you doing? Yeah, busted. That's what I thought. I'm not agreeing with you. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Yeah, you are. There's just no point in arguing with you, Chris. Exactly. That's the sign of a man who knows he's beat. No. You were being condescending. I'd rather watch the Lady Vols than watch this game. It's called personal growth. No, it's not. That's I know what personal growth looks like, and I have yet to see it from you. Making fun of the Lady Vols for no reason. And, right. and the men. I mean, you're making fun of everybody. Golly. Is that really all we're, that's all we have to say about Hypel's raise and extension? Just there it is and that's it? I mean, you yeah, you said it. You said it was going to be big. I mean, I. You had to pay him more than Stoops, right? I guess you didn't have to. What, 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 what was Stoops at? 8.6. I mean, I'd have been fine if he'd. Slid in at eight, but like you said, I mean, we we got the money. We're, I mean, Philip Fulmer took all those checks in from the the wall thing. I mean, we we navigated the you know the shark infested waters. He didn't get me. COVID times. He didn't get me. So do we have the like the official? De- I guess we haven't seen the contract yet, right? No, I mean this. Just the, I mean, it's just kind of the report, right? Like, 
then the the takes time to get the whole FOA and or FOIA and you know get the deets and all that stuff. I mean, I, like, uh, I mean, Mario Cristobal's at eight. Miami, he's at after Heupel now. Luke Fickle, seven point eight at Wisconsin. I don't even think I remembered that higher. I mean, that was kind of he had been the hot name. What for Fickle to Wisconsin? A couple years, yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, I, I guess that kind of from a culture made the playoff, came back for a year, now gone. Seems like it fits. Good for him for actually leaving. You know, a lot of times these coaches miss their window. Yeah, like your boy. Yeah, you just can't keep up. There's the been a lot. There's been a lot of coaches who have done that. Like it's not, and I don't. I don't necessarily blame them for trying to stick it out and turn pro, certain programs around. Like David Shaw did it. Obviously, Matt Campbell, unfortunately, has done it. I mean, there's there's been several. It's you know, guys get they and I you know if it's loyalty, like that's fine. But well, it's a but risk. when you, when it then kind of turns back against them and they're not very good a few years later it's like oh man that poor guy well, and, and, like, and Matt Campbell's situation like one more year and it looked like Harbaugh was getting fired at Michigan and it was is that a job that he wants real bad Michigan or Notre Dame hmm. Harbaugh he wanted Harbaugh makes seven point oh five million at Michigan so like as long as I mean I I think you could have paid Hypo less James Franklin's at seven million yeah but I mean. Stoops Harbaugh's gonna list, if, if, if Harbaugh doesn't list. get a show cause from the NCAA, he'll probably get another big race, and then flirt with the NFL every year to make sure he gets another big race. I feel like they skipped over Stoops. and never won a playoff game. Correct, but at least he's made it twice. Just to put some of the what's, what's the expectation now? I mean, at Michigan? No, here. Uh, you better win nine games every year. That's your expectation? Nine games every year? I mean, the, I, I kind of enjoyed being in the minimum. playoff hunt this year. That was pretty fun. Having one game a year determine who wins the East, I kind of like that. Yeah, I mean, you've elevated above Florida, right? Like, it's finally Florida's weird because they always seem like they have the ability to like catch up really quick somehow but I mean that's a game but you you are you are above and better than Florida I mean you are the second best team slash program in the east moving You've, forward too it's not just like a flash in the pan one one year wonder sure uh you got to make sure you don't have the South Carolina slip up clearly you're much better than Missouri Vanderbilt poses no threat Kentucky good God I mean to beat them in year one the way you did was really good because then when you do that in year two, it just basically says, look how much we've distanced ourselves from I mean, I, you guys. I think people are going to expect 10-2, and two, and I'm not sure that's wrong. I don't uh, think that's – they'll, 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 they'll expect the losses to be Alabama and Georgia, not, yeah. not you know Georgia and a rando. Yeah, but I do think those randos come a little bit easier if you already have one or two big you know statement victories on the, on the schedule. I mean, you're going to beat – you got to beat Virginia if you're paying your coach. I, I'm just thinking about it as you have a top ten paid coach. You got to beat Virginia with that coach. At Florida is one of those like spoiler games, but like you said, I mean they're a train wreck right now. You just got to go down there and get it done. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be pretty. Just go win. Uh, South Carolina's at home. You get a bye week. Texas A&M's at home after the bye week. UTSA is pretty good though. Don't sneak. Don't That's sleep a, on that. Uh, that A&M game is. You know, it could get weird. 
Then you're at Alabama, at Kentucky. If I told you right now Tennessee's going to lose to Texas A&M next year, would it stun you? No. Me neither. I'm worried we're not that good. Well, yeah, I'm always worried that. I mean, I worry that about this basketball team every week. Same. Just, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I know they're very good. I just worry that we're not that good. But then they come out and they look like a million bucks, and I'm like, well, good. I mean, the offense is going to take a step back, right? That's that's almost a guarantee. Um, I mean, you would think, but I don't necessarily know. I mean, you got some really good receivers in the transfer portal. I think it might have to be a little more spread out. But with Milton's arm, it could be, and this is going to sound absolutely insane. This could be a more explosive, as far as you know, what, what do they call an explosive play? Twenty yards, right? Isn't that, is it 20 or is it 15 now? 15, I think. Okay. I think it's possible that this offense is a more explosive offense from a 15 yards or more play. Volume, yeah. Yeah. Now, they may not be as good at seven play drives or milking yeah. the clock Getting when you kind of have to. Third and seven. Right, yeah. I mean, the defense. I would think it helps the running game. Yeah, defense should be. Better. De- I, I would think it helps I, the running game having Milton back. There. I agree. You would think a shotgun snap early in the game, look one way, and then just throw it as far as you can. You you would think right. those safeties just, just have no hope but to back up. And then if you hit that for a touchdown, it's like oh, cheap cheap one. I mean, you travel to Alabama. That'll obviously be extremely tough. Then you have to go to you have to go to Kentucky the next week. So that's a crappy place to have that game in the schedule so you have the bye two weeks before alabama so it's by a&m alabama then at kentucky that will be alabama's eighth straight no i'm sorry i'm wrong yes i was right eighth straight game so bama has the bye after tennessee we've talked about this happening it happened in 2015 yeah. you damn near went down there and won because they were on their eighth straight game and you had had a bye two weeks before mm-hmm. that's a good spot the alabama game is a good spot Kentucky, and they have the Arkansas. They not. have Arkansas and A and M. Actually, l- listen to their schedule. These are the four games leading up to the Tennessee game: Ole Miss at Mississippi State, at Texas A and M, Arkansas at home. That's four pretty tough games. Yeah. I mean, the West is a lot tougher in terms of week in and week out. Yeah. Yeah. Top to bottom. Uh, you get a break with UConn at home, and then at Missouri, and then Georgia. Which, I don't know UConn. Didn't Jim Mora win some Coach of the Year awards, Hickman? He turned them around pretty oh, yeah. good. He turned them around. In year one. Yeah. Our coach is the ninth highest paid coach in college football. We don't have to worry about UConn anymore. If we do, we got big problems. Same for UTSA. Just saying. I mean, the race comes with more pressure, Chris. I don't disagree. I mean, if the, if the guy goes 11-2 and two, every year, the rest, like, you, you're never going to fire him. Right, eh. eleven and two. I mean, like, at what point do you say eleven and two? Not good enough. I mean, when when did Georgia fans get tired of it with Mark Rick? They were ten and three, but they had had some, you know, like, and he was there for. Oh, hang on, hang on. One twenty. Was it twenty fifty? Was it twelve? Twelve years? Thirteen? No. Fifteen years, Hickman. I think. I think Mark Rick was there for fifteen years. I think his first year was oh one. Smart was hired in sixteen. I so, think Hickman nailed it pretty well. Like if he goes nine and three, people aren't going to be super pumped that you didn't go ten and two. But they're not going to be like, oh god, we he just had that one good season. I mean, mm-hmm. you go nine and three, they're going to be like, all right, 
what what do we got coming back for next year? Like let's 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 get back to let's can we win the East now? You know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, Heupel's career here is going to be defined by what he does with Nico. But if you're eight and four, not that's not necessarily true. If you're eight and four next year, though, people are going to be like, eh. Mm. And obviously, it depends on how it happens. If you go ten and two again, even if it's kind of a ho hum ten and two, and you, you know, Alabama beat you and Georgia beat you, and everything's as expected, people will be like, all right, well, yeah, we're we're in that spot now. We're you now know, we have to figure out how to take that next step. We can and, compete yeah. with those teams. We got to beat them. That's when we turn Georgia in for deer antler spray. Okay. What I'm just saying. Well, they're a whole nother animal at the moment. Oh my gosh! What? Daniel has already built the 2023 football schedules for every team. Well, there's not a lot going on, you know. He's got to get. Uh... It is January 25th, Nate. This is unbelievable. His boss at his real job is getting ripped off. I mean, I'm impressed. Why don't you just? Why don't you just hush? People might know. Oh, yeah. Jeez, dude. Final segment, hour one. Back at you next. Final segment, hour number one. <laughs> Somewhere Davey Hudson's just so proud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Humanity closer than ever to the end of the world. Yep, that's how time works. We are closer than we've ever been before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, go on. I'm, I'm throwback to old Dave. Yeah, it's fine. Continue. Um, I mean, you you said to expect this. We said probably happen. I don't. I guess I'm fine with it. What choice would you have? Well, I mean, we can all have an opinion. This, I'm just saying, like, this is it was what it was going to be. I just rest easy knowing that, you know, thankfully this university's never done anything like this to ever have it come back and bite us in the rear, so. Yes, don't at re- least this time. Don't reward good things because eventually bad things might happen. That at, makes perfect sense. Well, I mean, at least this time – you know, he actually was successful, unlike the Jeremy Pruitt raising extension where Butch Jones. We you know beat no one. I mean, we won some games, but we beat no one, mm-hmm. and we're like, okay, let's just give you more money and more time, so that hurts worse. We have to fire you, although it, I guess, kind of didn't since we fought that. Although we'll end up losing all the money in attorney fees anyway. <laughs> Would have been better off paying his buyout, probably. Get out of here. No. 
I mean, what what, what was wrong with seven point five million? Uh, the fact that we saved six by not paying him. Heifel just got a what about four million dollar raise? Boom! It's a year and a half worth of his raise taken care of because we fired Jeremy Pruitt for cause. Maybe you should just trust Danny White. What do you think about that? Right now, Tennessee baseball ranks number two. Football finished number six. Tennessee basketball sits at four. Mm-hmm. Maybe things are going well. Maybe Danny knows a winner when he sees one. Remember when we thought when he hired Hypo, like, oh God. Had to go hire his buddy because no one wanted the job. Yeah. Then eleven and two. One went away from a playoff berth. In year two. Two. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive. Nice to see things working out for the good guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would take. Sorry, I'm trying to find. Is it? I'm trying to find another list that goes further down. Like you know, I would take uh, Josh Heupel over Mel Tucker. Easy. I would hope so. I think he, you know, uh, Saban, Smart, Dabo, Lincoln Riley. Uh, would you take Josh Heupel over Brian Kelly? Yes. If you can take, I take him over Dabo too. Can't stand that guy. Well. Yeah, I mean, but based on success, I mean. I saw them both play on the field. Coached against each other. Heupel ran circles around Dabo. I think just based on, you know. Uh, David Shaw was up there. He talked about how he, you know, stayed and tried to stick it out, and now they suck. James Franklin. That's a guy that before Hypel was hired, you know, people would have said was way, a whole rung above. Uh, agree, but really, that's that's another guy who hasn't really won anything. Isn't he kind of like? Isn't James Franklin kind of a Hypel kind of like coach where there's there's some big teams in the conference mm-hmm. that, he, that he hasn't been able to beat, and Hypel is able to beat Alabama this year. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like. When Franklin beat, he beat one. He beat Ohio State that one year, but they had an extra loss and they couldn't get in the playoff. Right? Yeah, it was yeah, a very similar type of thing. So I feel like they're pretty comparable, I guess. Now, Hypo has a much smaller sample size, right? Right, and I feel like he accomplished more quicker. Uh, Chip Kelly, these are you gotta this, look at what Franklin inherited, though. He came in after Bill O'Brien did all the hard work. What are you talking about? I mean, Bill O'Brien wasn't that good. He I, took them from like three wins to eight in year one. That was not a bad situation for Franklin. Better than Vanderbilt. Are you saying that James Franklin inherited a worse situation than what Heupel inherited here? I mean, Bill O'Brien. Be very careful now. with how. You, okay, good. Good. Bill I'm O'Brien not, went not. eight and four and seven and five. I mean, he was. He was ten and six in two seasons in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, they never had a bad bad year after all the allegations came out. What were they the year before Bill O'Brien got Nine there? Nine and four. Really? I mean, so they he kept it steady, which was really all you could all you could ask. Was that for the in interim that year? Yeah. Who was the interim coach that Tom year? Tom Bradley. Okay. 
He went one and three. Wait, what? One and th- Bradley only was in him for four games. Joe Pa coached the other eight? Nine. Really? Okay. Yes, I think I'd take him over Brian Kelly because Brian Kelly killed a kid. And I just don't think, like, Brian Kelly, we've talked about this. He's very good. They're organized. They don't tend to make that many mistakes, but they're not necessarily, they're not fun to watch. They're going to win quite a few games because he's just going to be, especially at LSU, he's going to be more talented and just boring out some wins. But I, I enjoy Heupel's brand of football better. Well, I definitely am taking Heupel uh, over, you know, Mark Stoops, Billy Napier, Jeff Brom. Jimbo. Is that are you kidding? Yeah, they're like tied on salary now. I'd take him over Jimbo. And I think A and M fans would too. Uh Kyle Whittingham's an interesting one. That's a guy that He's close right, to retirement though, right? Depending on the right fit, like he's been there forever. I mean, I, I think he'll retire from there. Good coach. Was he the hire after Urban? We did we looked this up before. Maybe. Uh Steve Sarkeesian? <laughs> What no like I I mean I'm not saying Steve Sarkeesian won't eventually get it kind of going okay at Texas but like no, to this point no I mean the year at Al what what did he ever win at USC I mean nothing no, yeah that's what I'm saying nothing he started drinking again and he's I been mean, drinking again if you look at him before their bowl game what very weird very agitated. Was that when he was yelling at the staffer for like yeah. touching him and holding him back until they were ready for him to go on the field? I didn't realize that was the ball game. That was a very awkward situation. Terrible look. Yeah, he's he's a he's a scumbag. He's a jerk. Whittingham did take over right after Urban. I like Kyle Whittingham. I think he's a good coach. But he'll retire from Utah. The nine million number seems high to me, but kind of where Hypo ranks, like I don't I mean, there's a couple guys he could be like, well, kind of jump them, but they do well they'll jump him back I think if you're a Tennessee fan upset that we're paying Heupel this much money you're not upset you shouldn't be upset at Tennessee you shouldn't be upset at Heupel you should be upset at college football because that's just what this is now yeah that's what I'm saying he's ranked about right yeah especially as the latest guy to get a raise because the latest guy to get a raise always gets is always slightly overrated compared to the to the list but as as other people get their contracts finalized this offseason he'll he'll slide down he'll be outside the top 10 by the start of the season We kick off Hour 2 next right here on Fan Run Radio.